and welcome back to the business of romance. We are in full swing now and on to our third episode. And I just want to thank you for joining me here and allowing me to be a part of your journey through the world of writing and self-publishing romance novels. So for today's episode, the next logical step seemed to be how do you get started? So I talked about some of the ways that you can get started. Um, I've touched on what the business of romance is, how lucrative it is, and some of the different ways that you can make money in this industry. One of those ways being the obvious, which is to write and self-publish your own romance novels. So if you love writing and reading romance novels, and I've piqued your interest so far, and you're thinking this all sounds great, sign me up. Your next question is probably, how do I get started? And that's what I'll be answering for you here today. Welcome to The Business of Romance, the podcast that helps you turn your passion for romance novels into profits. I'm your host, May, also known as the Romance Fiction Queen, and I'll be joining you here each week to serve up my industry expertise and insights from this lucrative world of writing and self-publishing romance novels. Listen in for practical tips and strategies on writing to market, mastering self-publishing, and becoming the ultimate romance fiction queen. Let's get started. Okay, so a lot of people may think if I want to start writing and self-publishing romance novels, the first step is to write a romance novel. (laughs) But actually, I don't recommend that as your first step. Now, if you've only dabbled in creative writing before and you're not 100% positive that you are ready to write full novels and try to turn that into a profitable business through self-publishing, then sure, you can try to write a book first. That's also a great time for people to experiment with ghostwriting because if you're going to experiment with writing the book, why not get paid for it while you do it, right? However, I think many people will find that if you're going to go at it on your own and you're not going to bother with ghostwriting for that first book, I think many people will find that committing to that goal of self-publishing before you've even started writing may actually help you finish your book. So myself, along with many ghostwriters that I've worked with, have all expressed the same thing in that we have actually found it easier to complete books for our clients than it was to complete books for ourselves. Because when you're ghostwriting, there's a deadline with a paycheck attached to the finish line, which is a huge motivator. Uh, But also for some reason, many of us have a mindset hangup where we just have an easier time completing a job or a task for someone else more so than we do for ourselves. Now, I think that your dream or your desire to write a romance novel is more than enough. And in a perfect world, we should be able to just commit to that and see our books through just as easily for ourselves. And there's a ton of like deep mindset stuff there that I could veer off and really dig into, but I'll save that for another time, another place. The fact is, that many of us need some kind of accountability in place to finish a book. And that's why I actually don't recommend writing your book as the first step in your self-publishing journey. 
So right now, I'm working on a course that you may have heard me mention here and there as the pen name Launchpad. I'm recording the content for that right now, uh, but actually I'm thinking of renaming it to the DIY Romance Publisher because it's actually a lot more fitting for what I teach. I'm all about DIYing things because it saves you money and it makes it easier to get your business off the ground from where you are right now, like even if you don't have a lot to invest. Um, but I also just enjoy that process of creating things for myself. Like it's about the journey, not the destination, right? And I enjoy that part of the journey. Um, but anyway, so you'll just have to wait and see if I follow through with that name change or not. If you want to vote, if you think one sounds better than the other, if it's pen name Launchpad versus DIY Romance Publisher, reach out to me and let me know which one you like better. Um, but <laughs> uh, the reason that I mention it is that in this course, I walk aspiring rom romance novelists through how to start their pen names from scratch. And in that course, we actually have two whole modules before we ever get to the writing stage. So it's all about putting that groundwork in place first. You're setting up your pen name and making it a real thing. You're putting that out there into the universe and then you're laying your marketing foundation before you ever start writing anything. So that by the time you do publish, you have an audience, even if it's really small, that's warm and ready for the release of your first book. So through doing those steps first, we're putting that accountability factor into place. It's also just so easy to say you want to write a book and that kind of turns into like, maybe you'll do it, maybe you won't, who knows when it'll be done. And if you do finish it, eh, maybe you'll share it, maybe you won't. Like, it's just too easy to let things slide. I much, much prefer a route of committing to the end goal up front. It's that shift from not if I finish the book, but when I finish the book. You have a publishing schedule in place. You've put those dates out there into the world and you're deciding right now before you've ever written the first word, I'm gonna write this book at this date, I'm gonna finish it, and I'm gonna share that with people and I'm gonna put it out there into the world. So you'd be surprised how powerful that shift can be um, because it really gives us something to answer to when we're feeling like giving up or that goal is slipping to the back burner or maybe we've forgotten why we wanted to do it to begin with. So a couple of resources you can find on my site, fictionqueen.com, um, can really help you out through these beginning stages. Um, there is my romance novel planner and writing workbook. You can purchase the digital copies for instant download, as in you can have it right now. You can get started today, or you can pre-order the print copies. Um, that planner will just help you through a lot of the mindset things that I've mentioned here today, like committing to that end goal, carving out that space, like mentally, logistically, physically, for actually writing your romance novel. And it just gives you some boosts of motivation to like help you work through some of those mental barriers when we're trying to start and finish a book, especially if it's for the first time. So the other resource that I'll point you to, it's a free one. We all love freebies. And it's called the Launch of Your Pen Name Checklist. 
um, sorry, not the launch of your pen name, just launch your pen name checklist. And it's a list of everything you really need, like what you actually, actually need to get your romance pen name started. So it's very similar to the trajectory that we follow in the new course that I'm working on. So you can go snag your copy of that from the site. Um, but today I'll go ahead and share with you some of the steps I recommend you take in getting started. And they are the same ones we follow in that course. So first and foremost, you need to establish your pen name. Like this stage includes things like market research, first and foremost, so you can get kind of strategic in the kinds of stories that you're planning and their viability in the market. Because it's always good when you're starting a new creative project of any kind, you treat it just like a business. Um, and you go out there and you do some research and you make sure that there's a market for what you're making. Um, so that's one of the big things that we check off right from the get-go. Other things that we cover in this stage are things like choosing your pen name, planning your first series, creating a series Bible. So why a series as opposed to a standalone book? Um, this is just a great little side golden nugget for you. So series are great for new romance self-publishers because you're able to create a world and a cast of characters that your readers can connect to. And those two key elements can carry you through multiple books. It just allows for deeper engagement from your readers and you're not starting over from scratch with every single new book that you come out with. So I recommend starting out with a six book series. And then at the end of that series, you can decide if you want to keep it going or if you're ready to start something new. So the beauty is once you've completed this series, you have an added opportunity of releasing a box set of the finished series. And we've been seeing for several years now that series like this do very well for romance self-publishers. So once a reader finds and enjoys one, one of those books, they they go back and they read everything else in the series and then they're hooked and they're chomping at the, the bit for the next books to come out. So a big mistake that I used to see clients make in the ghostwriting world all the time is that they knew they wanted a series because of how well they performed. But they wouldn't share that upfront when you were starting a book. So you really want to know that going into it because rather than starting with an outline for one book, you want to start with a series Bible. That's going to come first. So you want a rough idea of what else is happening in this series, what characters are going to be in future books, because you want to introduce as many of those characters as you can in book one. That way you get that engagement from readers where they start playing that fun guessing game of, oh, who's going to star in the next book, you know? So before you've written anything at all, you're researching the market, you're plotting out your series, and you're checking off some of those essentials. Then you're still not going to start writing. You're actually going to move into marketing. So last Friday, I did a live session on Instagram on your marketing foundation. So you can catch the replay of that on my Instagram feed. My username is not surprising, just Romance Fiction Queen. I go live every Friday at 10 a.m. Central. So if you're ever listening to this and you have questions, you can always hop into one of those sessions on Instagram to ask in real time, or you can send your questions to me in a direct message and I'm happy to answer those for you. So you want to start marketing before you've written anything. And not 
only does this put that factor of accountability in there, but it also establishes a system. So you're building an audience on autopilot while you're writing. So you can get all of that set up. It's a set it and leave it kind of thing. And then you go over here and you focus on writing an awesome first book in your series. And then by the time it's finished and ready to go, you already have people waiting for it. So it's only after you've laid all of that groundwork do you actually start writing your book. And when you get to this stage, I strongly recommend that you have a writer's group or some space that you can turn to when you're feeling stuck. Um, that romance novel planner and writing workbook I mentioned earlier can also be a really great resource for you in starting and finishing your book. Um, so I like to say, when you're first starting out in self-publishing romance, there are really two big hills to climb. The first is that whole setup phase and laying that marketing foundation, because it's a lot, a lot of little things to tick off. And the second is actually writing your book. So those are the two big hills. And then from there, oh my gosh, it's so easy. Like, <laughs> The actual process of getting your book up and hitting publish is so easy. So I'll tack a disclaimer on there to say, it's easy if you know what to worry about and what you don't have to worry about. So that's a big issue I have with so many self-publishing resources out there today. They get really laser focused on every single option that you have on KDP and they just like overcomplicate the process. And maybe that makes sense if your pen name is more established and you're trying to branch out and grow and improve or if it's fueled by ghostwriters and you're not worried about actually writing great stories. But I mean, really, like the process of publishing, self-publishing can be so, so simple. Like everything in business is always going to be guess, test, refine and repeat. So when you first start self-publishing, you're just testing. It does you no good to obsess over every little option and all the details. You have to take some guesses and just start getting books out there. And I always urge people not to overthink or overcomplicate that process because even if you do tons of research and you try to perfect like every single little detail, you have no guarantees that it's gonna pay off in the end. Start simple. The biggest thing is just taking action. Write books and publish them. Get them out there into the world. So then you can see what's working, what's not. You can dig in deeper. You can start to refine and perfect. Like that cycle is so important to embrace. Because even after you have found the perfect market strategy, the perfect publishing schedule and process, things change so fast. Like at some point, the things that used to work for you aren't going to work anymore. So like right now, for example, we're seeing super low engagement levels on social media across the board. And by we, I mean the collective we. Like tons of people, even people with huge followings and engagement levels, are everyone's reporting right now that just those engagement levels are so low right now. Um, there is also, there are just some sweeping things happening over at Amazon that have caused page reads to drop. So things are changing. 
And many self-publishers who already had a perfected process are now scrambling to figure out, okay, what do we do next? How do we fix this? If you go into it knowing this is forever going to be a process of experimenting and trying new things, I accept that and I'm good with that. So for right now, just starting out, I'm not going to overthink it. My main goal is super simple. It's just to write the book and get it out there into the world. I'm going to improve and refine after I'm over that initial learning curve. Okay, so to sum it all up, only this time I'm going to get way more specific. So what do you really need to start self-publishing romance novels? This is your super specific recap. So grab a pen and paper if you can, or you can head to the link in the show notes later on so you can snag this from the transcript for this episode. So first and foremost, you need to decide if you're going to publish under your own pen name, or I'm sorry, under your own name or a pen name. And you need to do some market research so you know what subgenre you want to work in. Is it going to be paranormal, billionaires, um, later in life, medical? What's it going to be? And then you also want to have a list of tropes or themes that you plan on including in your first series. So if you were doing a billionaire series, that might be secret baby, fake relationship, these types of things. So you want to have a list of those and you can base those on what you see is performing well in the market right now. So where's the best place to conduct that market research? Amazon Marketplace is the best place. Or if you prefer some paid options, there um, two of my favorite tools are Publisher Rocket and Kalytics. Once you've decided on those things, you want to choose your pen name if that's the route that you're going. And you want to establish that through your author website, your social media, and your weekly newsletter. Again, check out that live session replay on my Instagram feed for more on that marketing foundation because I go into all of that in a little bit more detail. So it's only after doing all of that do you start writing the first book in your series. And from there, it's just a matter of formatting your book, getting a cover for it, a blurb, and uploading it all, and hitting publish. So I know you're probably thinking, or at least some of you are, like easier said than done, right? That sounds like a lot. But the only thing that makes it sound like a lot is just the fact that it's unfamiliar to you. So if you know you want to do this, but you get overwhelmed when you start thinking about checking each thing off, um, first head to my website and snag that launch your pen name checklist so you actually know what you need to check off in more detail. Then you can head to fictionqueen.com slash pen name launchpad. I'll include it. Uh, I'll include the link for that in the show notes as well. And you can sign up for the wait list for my upcoming course. As I said, name still somewhat to be determined. Um, because that course is going to take you through each and every single thing on that checklist, step by step, one thing at a time. So at the end of it all, you have a finished, published romance novel. And equally as important, you have all the foundations in place for a continued pen name and series. So it's not just one and done. You keep adding to that. You continue writing, publishing, and growing from there. And all that groundwork is already in place for you. 
Okay, so that's it for today, my queens. Um, tomorrow, I actually have a guest interview on the books, which means by this time next week, I should be publishing my very first episode featuring a guest expert. So exciting. As for who the guest is, you're just going to have to tune in then to find out. So I'll see you next week. Well, that's all she wrote for today's episode of The Business of Romance. I hope you enjoyed this time of adding to your toolkit for how to turn your romance writing into a profitable business. If you want to continue your journey towards becoming a successful romance fiction queen, head on over to fictionqueen.com where you'll find tons of resources, courses, and freebies to help you build your empire. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it on social media and be sure to tag me so I can say thank you. And if you would be so kind, leave us a review on your favorite platform. Your support helps us reach more amazing writers and publishers just like you. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, I hope you have beautiful days filled with creativity, inspiration, and lots of money rolling in from you sharing your talents with the world.